0: Hocock, very keen to get into the action. Malone got away from one. They're lining up on the inside. And he's over! Yes, hello everyone, and welcome to the Fox Sports Rugby Podcast. I'm Sean Maloney, joined by Sam Worthington. And back from his tour of the Republic is Dave Dennis, our newest super rugby centurion. Hands together, were though oh. yeah. 100 big That's ones. Rad
1: you got uh, you got two bites at the cherry didn't, didn't you? because I made a big uh, thing of the 100 games for New South Wales and then there was 100 super rugby games the week following because yeah, what was that missing game it was the British game? and Irish Lions yeah. in
2: 2013 which is still one of my highlights uh, leading the boys out there at Allianz at a full full uh, Full stadium, but uh, yeah, the boys are into me a little bit, sort of a h- milestone the last couple of weeks. We're trying to think of one this week because it worked for us getting <laughs> two wins. So, I'm thinking maybe my 50th game at Alliance would that be possible? Can we get the Fox stats room to have a look at that? Hells uh, yeah, it can that be. Might work. I'll get Christy onto that, yeah. Next thing, no, nah, it was a uh, great trip away, obviously, uh, two, two away games, and to, to come back with nine points is um, put us right back in the hunt, which is really positive. But uh, yeah, Perth and Cape Town, always two nice places to
0: visit. Okay, let's. Put it to you, and let's put and don't hold back on this. You've been involved with the TARS, as we've touched on for for a hundred games. How does that win against the Stormers rate?
2: Yeah, highly, highly. It'd be top top five, I think. Well, I was fortunate enough to beat them there in two thousand and fourteen as well, which is a very very big win in terms of the context of the season. But I think you know the way we're travelling this year, uh, been a little bit inconsistent, um, copped a, a bit of criticism. A lot of it probably uh, justified in terms of the way we're playing and. Uh, to go over there against the, the leading South African team in their conference and, um, you know, behind with about five to go, I think, and come back and actually win it, you know, showed a lot of resolve and it was pretty jovial in the sheds after. And, um, you know, we definitely enjoyed it, but conscious that uh, we had to get back here and, and we got a tough game against the Cheaters this week. It was a match marred in controversy
0: with it? the red card of Zass. Zass, Two to weeks got two, I think, as well. Two <laughs> weeks off the back mm. of that. You're out in the middle. You see that transpire. It gets played on the big screen for the referee to have a little look-see at. Everyone can get across it. What's going through your mind when that picture comes up of Bernard Foley flipping oh, over the scary, gas man, Scary stuff. To be honest, I actually I
2: thought of yellow, definitely. Um, but to look at it, you know, I think, and the way the game's going, it's all about player safety. And the way Bernard landed on his head, sort of shoulder, it wasn't a good look. Um, you know, it's, it's a hard call. I, I, like I said, I probably would have said yellow, but then... Because it looked as though he he was actually looking at the ball, but then last minute he sort of didn't jump, didn't really have a crack. You got to jump, don't you? You got to have a crack. So, you know, we've seen a couple of times this year, haven't we? And um, yeah, I think uh, it probably it it obviously hurt the Stormers a little bit.
1: Yeah, it's just a couple of sort of freakish incidents. The same thing happened to Willie Larue against the Highlanders that he Mm. landed on his head, and it's really brought this issue uh, excuse the pun to a head, hasn't it? With um, with 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 those dangerous incidents, it's so, so lucky that they. Got away and scathed, but uh, it's great that there is a crackdown. I think because there has been a lot of I think Nathan Gray spoke about it yesterday. Guys just um, not properly contesting the ball, just getting into the the sort of flight path of players going up in the air. It happens to Izzy quite a bit, doesn't mm. it? That guys aren't actually trying to catch the ball; they're just getting in the way, and that can cause some nasty incidents. Yeah,
2: it's almost like the AFL, isn't it? A bit of shepherd, shepherding going on there, but I think. Um, yeah, I think it's got to be a genuine contest, and y- you see these contestable kicks happening so often in the game now. It's a genuine tactic of a lot of teams. The Highlanders do it a lot, and if you're going to put that contestable kick in, it's got to be a genuine contest. Blokes have got to have a crack in the air, and um, yeah, if they don't, I think they need to be punished. It's, si- it's similar to the the issues around the head, and you see a lot of uh, penalties now, referees taking the stopping the game and having a look at back at instance around you know, guys with their arms around necks, and I think Pocock... Spent three weeks on the sideline for something probably a year ago. You wouldn't have really the neck roll that. Yeah, play. pick yeah. pick up on. So there's a, there's a couple of key things, particularly around the head um, and around that dangerous play that the referees are being a lot more diligent on. And as a player, you want you want everyone to be safe out there. So I, I suppose it's probably fair enough.
0: Are you taught as a team and particularly your outside backs that when a contestable kick goes through that you must leave the ground to avoid putting yourself in that kind of position, copping a card?
2: Yeah, I think I think. Um, the whole idea of hitting a contestable tick from a kick from the attacking team is to get the ball back. And the only way to get it back is to get off the ground and have a crack at it. Um, You, you rarely see guys win high ball contests with their feet on the ground. So I think our ba- our back three guys look to try and get up. And Israel's one of the best guys on the ball. And you look at where he's actually catching the ball, he's a long way off the ground. So if everyone can get to that standard, um, not only will you win the ball, but you avoid... You know, getting sent off, I suppose. I c- uh, yeah.
1: Carrying on, just on the on the Tar's results, um, must be nice the way that the the victory came with two areas of of your game that have been criticised. The scrum, there was that massive tight head scrum to win the ball, and then Michael Hooper who's copped a little bit uh, crashing over for the try. That m- must be pretty pretty
2: satisfying. Yeah, it was great to see Hoots bounce back. He was actually crook all week over there, so. Um, Know his uh Dean Mum's
1: kid was to blame, I uh, think I read.
2: or someone, amongst other things. Yeah. But uh, there's a couple of boys who are crook. But Hoops is probably one of the worst hit, and he spent a lot of the week uh, with a lighter load and the way he came out and performed was a you know a fair a fair statement. But uh, yeah, I probably uh, um I feel pretty unfair on Hoops. He's been a phenomenal player ever since he sort of burst on the scene with the Brumbies a number of years ago. and... Every week seems to play to a high standard. So, uh, yeah, it's great that he, he got that try in the end. And, um, yeah, our set piece is definitely improving every week. And it's really important moving forward in this competition because that's, that's what it's let us down and we need to be better there.
0: Okay, two minutes to run. There is a feed for the Stormers on their five-metre line. Fire from their line on the tars, turn the screws, win the tight head. A man front and centre of that scrum was Jeremy Tills. Flexing his muscle.
2: Tilsey. biggest scrum of his career. I reckon we spoke about the sheds after we had a castle late, did you? <laughs> yeah, and and oh. celebrated. So that's probably the bi- that wasn't very good South accent, it's but shocking. um, uh, you're quite good with accents. But massive scrum, maybe maybe a bit of a mental switch off from the Stormers. But um, as Semi said, you know they've, those boys have been working hard, haven't quite got the results, and that was a massive massive moment to go. I got a boner pit with Jeremy Tils What's while we're talking issue? about him. What's no one ever has a bone to pick with tools. He's the world's nicest he's man. He's the world's
0: nicest, nicest guy, but he's a thief. What? He's got one of my golf clubs. He's got my <laughs> oh, he does. He's got a brand the new cobra. King cobra driver. He does. Sammy, let me fill you in on this story, and I'll let it, I'll fill our listeners in on the story as well. Went out to do a golf shoot with DD and the boys. Longest drive competition last year out at Stonecutters, part of their golf day. We're going back to 2015 for this we are. bad boy. Guy's a club and drives. From memory, I put my first out of bounds. Didi, so that's all right. Um <laughs> tugged his left off the tee. <laughs> Chapo could hit a good ball. There was a few g- really decent golfers in them. John O'Lance hits a nice pill. I've taken some clubs out there for them to, um, to trial with, to have a hit with. Before I know it, we're missing a brand new King Cobra driver. I say to DD, mate, this isn't the Tars way. I thought you guys were on the up <laughs> and up. Who's followed my club? He says, the world's nicest guy. <laughs> he's Give him my club he's back. He's
2: a snake. I said, yeah, the worst thing about that, he can't hit a ball to save himself. So uh. I, I question what he's using it for. I think he's actually using it as a clothesline in his apartment in Ultima. I'm maybe you uh, that's tell him, that's not At
0: training tomorrow, I want my. We'll kid get it back. back. We'll get it back. I'll oh. have
2: it to you before the next podcast. <laughs> 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 Are you on tour for the next four <laughs> weeks? No, it was a great. It was no, I just ducked down to drum and Golf <laughs> and see if they got another one on sale.
0: It was uh, a great way to do it, and like you say, Hoops uh, scored the match-winning try, but the phase before that. So you guys win the turnover at the scrum through the through the big weight. The phase immediately after that, Michael Hooper, one hundred and fifty percent, has knocked the <laughs> yeah. ball on no, cold bounce, yeah. bounce under back. the bounce. Back. <laughs> bounce, <back. laughs> bounce. From where I
2: was sitting on the bench, seventy meters away, it went in backwards. opposite world, it went, it went backwards. 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 Have you seen that? I've word? Seen it, it's yeah. the most yeah. Yeah. I, actually yeah. knock did, on. I actually didn't notice it when I was out there, but then I looked in review. <laughs> it is shocking. <laughs> the referee's right there as well, He's, isn't he? It, yeah. Did he not. I don't know. Did he I not? I think the only the, the only so saving grace is that I think we had the scrum advantage. For you, did, the you had the penalty advantage. The penalty advantage. Sorry. So right. not that that means that we would have gone on with it, but um, yeah, it was it was a bad miss probably from Mike.
0: It was a good result for you guys, but it was a. It also showed I think how good the Stormers team is. To so be reduced to fourteen mm-hmm. players and to go as far as they did against you blokes and to lead up until two minutes ago that they are going to be in the pick of it at the back end of the year. Yeah,
2: new coach there and new, new, definitely new feel over at New Orleans. And they're playing a nice, nice style of rugby, spreading the ball a lot more um, and nice and physical as they always are. So, they'll, they'll, yeah, they'll go a long way. I think they'll still top that South African conference.
0: While we're talking spreading of the ball, uh, let's stick with the South African team who were up against the Force last weekend. We'll get to the Force in a sec, but the Bulls as well. It looks mm. as though that they've kind of began to rewire their minds in terms of shifting the ball around. I saw a Bulls team like I've never seen, maybe going back to 2010, 2009 when they went back-to-back, back, where they were happy to pop in contact, happy to shift it around. They were entertaining mm. against the force. Very good.
1: Yeah, It's been coming for a while, hasn't it? South African teams have you know, been adding strings to their bow a little bit. It's probably going to still take another five, ten years to fully... Uh, blossom I guess the, the attacking game but uh, yeah it's just the way the game's going isn't it you don't see too many teams winning comps without without trying to play it it's pretty rare so yeah natural evolution I think but it, it can get them in trouble as well I think the uh who was it? The, um, the Hurricanes and the help Lions, me out here, yeah. the Lions, they, they sort of tried to play them at their own game and it backfired a bit. So you've got to be smart about uh, who, who you do it I against. Th- I think what
2: the Bulls and the Stormers both have is that nice balance. The Bulls still mauled very well against the force, um, You know, played nice and tight when they have to, but then also have that ability to play with the ball in hand. So if you can find that, that nice balance, stick to your strengths, but also add a few little extra attacking weapons, um, you know, can be very threatening and they... Watching that in the early hours, I think with Shawnee. and was that Halsey's first ever call? Was it Steven
0: Hoyles. Actually, his first well, ever It was call? Stephen Hoyles' first All ever I saw was Roman him call.
2: sitting under her. Sitting it under her. Oh, came, came down. Late in the day, it, it came, came down. rain came down. <laughs> <laughs> I had a bit of a giggle to myself. I was yeah, and he
0: he tucked up under the under the shed. Hey, got to earn your stripes, eh? He hey. you can't was, go straight. Mate, the... it was good. Hoiles yeah. was yeah. good. Actually, just on Hoiles, last week he broke exclusively. On this podcast, that when you return to club rugby before you push off to Exeter, you'll be turning out with the Penrith theme music. Yeah, I heard
2: that. I heard a whisper there. I've always said that I'll have a game with the Emus before I hang them up, but I'm guessing it's probably going to be about fourth grade in about 2030. But, okay. Uh, no, right. I don't think I'll have a game 30. before I head off, but... Um, right. Right. I've always wanted to give back to uh, the mighty emus, Western Sydney Rugby. Um, it needs a bit of help. It's it a bit of a buzz of out
1: Penrith way. I've heard a few emus. Uh, what, what noise does an emu make? But squawks.
0: Is the it a squawk? A squawk. We used to have a, a celebration when you scored a try, but you'd only do it about once a year. Just very... Mighty emus. While we're on the emus, very quickly, we've never touched on this on the podcast previously, or did we last year when we talked about... Uh, the emu burger. Have we touched Ooh, on the, the emu, emu burger. burger? For those who've not, for those who've not sampled it, um, I mean, this is uh, this is the behemoth of world rugby game day menus. They've got a thing out there called the emu burger. I'm praying it's still in existence. It what it to is? Be. It have to be. It's a wrestle that weighs in somewhere between four and five kilos. <laughs> no. That's the one, Patty. No, no. And it's it's drenched in <laughs> in the it's in the marinated in saxa salt and, and sacs sacs of salt, salt and gravy. It is a as salty. As <laughs> Meet you, fortified Pilots That's oh,
2: huge, and I've wit. I must admit, I've witnessed. Actually, it might be uh, from memory. It may be the Great Thief Jeremy Tills. I'm pretty sure we have been out there. He's had one around twelve o'clock, oh and then played shit, first no, grade, which play, I don't know no. how. He's, <laughs> I've had one and slept for three days. <laughs> <laughs> It's not a free game right? <laughs> we Actually, when I used to play out there back in the day, a long, long, long time ago, they used to have the leftovers in the sheds after. The Anyone's Burger. Oh.
0: Mate, the best.
2: This podcast is seeking a sponsor, so if uh, the uh, M.U. Burger wants to sponsor the show, what do you think? Yeah. It's got to be, I'd love to know what's in it. It's like the KFC. It's a secret best recipe. you don't know. Best <laughs> you don't
0: know. Who knows? <laughs> okay. while, we're at, while
1: we're on these, uh, just one more light-hearted uh, topic. I was out at the, the Wallabies uh, jersey launch and picked up my first uh, Wallabies jersey, which uh, will be going straight to the pool room, obviously. But um, Nick Phipps is absolutely
2: a buzz about his Men's Health Award. He couldn't, he couldn't, about he it, couldn't eh? stop uh, talking about it. That? Men's Health Man of the Year 2016. The year. So uh, fair achievement. He yeah. was up against Manu Fidel, is that his name, the oh, chef? the French chef. Who's carrying a bit, but he
0: did. So was it the fittest dude was the I winner? think it's the, the overall, you know, What else you take into consideration here? Personality.
1: Would, would, would you take him home to your mum? Would be.
0: Oh,
2: yeah, with? he's a pretty likeable guy, Nick. He's very, very courteous. Great, great body. Can I say that? Fantastic body. Tanned. Heart tanned. But if you see his parents, they haven't got the, anyway. He's um, year-round tanned. Year-round tanned. Solarium? Bondi? Dunno. Bit of a glow to him. But you know, to be fair, hardest trainer, very disciplined with his training and his eating and um, yeah, I think he's a good he's a good man for the, for so, the role. So
0: he's the celebrity men's health man yeah. of the year. He beat Manu, who else did he beat? Gaz.
2: Yeah. Beat Mark Gaznia. Beat the Gaz. Yeah, he's that's a big he guy. Be, he's been fuming girl. around the office. Gaz is um here. Oh, a couple of other blokes in there.
0: See, Gaz, I would have had Mark Gaznier right up. It would have been the one, too, those two, surely. Surely. Because Gaz is a surfer. Surfers are always fit. Mm. Flips had
1: a pretty uh, good team around him, uh, promoting him on on social media and stuff, which uh, helped him out. That helps. Well deserved, though.
0: Well deserved. I think
2: he got about 10,000 votes from about four computers. But uh, (laughs) it doesn't matter how you do it. It doesn't matter how you do it. Look at the scoreboard. No, no, he's uh, he's a good guy, Nick, and... um, yeah, the jersey w- launch went all right, mate. You won't... Uh, don't lie, you won't be putting that jersey in the pool room. Where's it going? Oh, look, Being I think a, uh, a our, our
1: esteemed fellow podcast man, Christy Doran, might be trying to get his hands on it. I think they actually said they wanted it back at some stage, so I think they're, they're showing it off on Rugby 360 tonight. and, um, it's and not going uh, back. we'll see. Speak to Tilsey yeah. if you want to know how to keep things <laughs> you shouldn't <laughs> keep. <mate. laughs> might be Tilsey's... <laughs> I'll as, uh, bring it back <laughs> next <as> week.
0: <laughs> That's not coming back, our six. Uh, okay, so we touched on the Bulls. This week, they play against... The The Brumbies, this is now a must-win game for the Brumbies. They won four of their first five, have dropped four of their last... Uh, Three of the last four, I think it is. They beat the Waratahs. That was the only win in their last month. Uh, It is amazingly must-win time, but now they can put their boardroom dramas behind them.
1: Yeah, it's a pretty big factor, isn't it? It's been. uh, I think they got away with it for a few weeks, you know. But it's just the constant questioning about it and weighing on players' minds must uh, weigh you down a bit. And and Steve Moore and Scott Fardy got dragged into it. Um, Stephen Larkham, obviously, it all it all got. Pretty ugly there, so uh, yeah, I'm, I'm sure mentally it'll be a, a massive weight off their shoulders, and they can concentrate solely on, on footy now.
2: Yeah, it's a bit of a mystery what's been going on down there, isn't it? And from the outside in, it's hard to hard to comment. But from you know from my experience, knowing that uh, if upstairs isn't functioning, with downstairs in terms of you know the administration level and the playing level, you, you tend to have. Um, tend to don't get the results you need. So hopefully they can move on from that. And uh, as you said, Shawnee, you look at the Australian Conference now, uh, very tight. The Rebels are still in there. Um, a couple of wins from ourselves, the Waratahs got us back in there, the Brumbies. So it's, uh, it's a very tight conference at the moment. And they'll go into that game knowing that they're going to have to get a very good result down in Canberra.
0: I think they can roll the balls. I think they can get back to winning ways. They have won eight of their nine home games against the Bull in Canber- Bulls in Canberra. They've got a terrific record against them. And there's always sort of one game I think you can find with the South African teams where they drop drop off a little on their Australasian tour. And mm. I feel maybe after last week, this week, maybe the Hopefully Bulls
2: some ideal conditions for them too. That, uh, those conditions down in old Invercargill. Invercargill. <laughs> Tough old conditions. Oh. <laughs> I had one, We had one game down there in 2010, and they had the national duck noise competition <laughs> on yeah <laughs> they were in our Ooh, hotel you're that, lying that was a competition no. who, who could give the best natural duck noise without a whistle <laughs> halftime that's half- what was on what? in invercargill it was what? the biggest thing that come to come the there ground from, no no the, the conference was in our it was in our it hotel it
0: was a conference in the hotel
2: the, the competition was in our hotel we stuck it? our head
0: how do you judge it
2: Or maybe put a duck in the room see if it responds i don't know is that
0: what you how do? would you do it decibel meter <laughs>
2: Half-time you can explain. You're a Kiwi. They National do weird things like this. That's, that's exactly what was happening. Unbelievable. Invercargill is a weird
1: place. That, uh, that Brumbies game at halftime, they had people blindfolded walking through uh, electric fences. And uh, I think they, they tried that in Dunedin a few weeks prior as well, and people were actually getting nude for it. Fumiyaki for Tanaka was... Judge. we'll show you the uh, we'll look at the video later but yeah the down out. in the underpants blindfolded walking through this uh, electric fence so they rolled that out again uh, in that'd, that'd, be be normal that'd be
2: normal for him wouldn't it it's a, it's a, it's a Japanese game show game they oh. do that every every weekend exactly. over there he's yeah. done it before yeah. 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 yeah, that was an amazing game Whilst though on fire <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: and chero. eating hot chilies <laughs> <eating chillies. laughs> that was an amazing game I think the Brumbies uh, just had all of the pill in territory as well the Highlanders were forced to make sort of four times as many tackles it was something like 170 to, to 40 or something. The two Highlanders' locks with 25, 24
2: tackles each. So
1: that, they were just sort of back to their uh, d-
2: defensive best. The whole
0: They night. are a great uh, defensive
2: team. Yeah, and I think it proved they can win in different conditions as well. They normally play with the roof clothes, which is uh, nice and easy every week. But uh, they're going to be another another team that's going to really threaten the competition. And
0: that was must win for them last week. They got the cash. So Brumbies this time around up against the Bulls. Pocock and Co are going to need a fire to keep their season alive. They trail in the Aussie Conference. The Rebels by two points, so do the Tars. They have a game in hand, though, the men from New South Wales. Our other runner in the Aussie conference this week is the Reds up against the Crusaders. How do you guys see this one playing out?
1: Yeah, Christchurch Friday night. Uh, I mean, to be brutally honest, it's hard to see the Reds getting too close in this one. Um, but both teams, a bit of a setback with, with, well, not a bit of a setback, huge setbacks with Semi Karevi uh, busting his hand, obviously the most dangerous uh, strike weapon for the Reds and the Nadolo out for, for four weeks himself for tipping uh, little Thomas Kubeli a couple of weeks back. So, yeah, I think the Crusaders will just have too much across the park, but we are starting to see better signs from the Reds, aren't we? Nick Frisbee's doing some good things yeah. and, the, and the pack's competitive, isn't
2: it? Uh, yeah, definitely, it's Scrum's very strong. Slipper and Holmes have been doing a great job. I think since um, Slips has come back, it's really added that little bit extra oomph to the pack. And uh, they, they were pretty close in Cape Town, you know, although the scoreboard didn't really show. It was, it was a very tight match for the majority of it. They lost, obviously, uh, in the end. but And then a, a relatively good second half against the Cheaters up in Brisbane. So I think, um, you know, they'll push the Crusaders. is a huge loss, but, um, you know, he's been in phenomenal form. Probably the best centre in the Australian... Australian teams, I, I would say, and the go-forward that he brings that team. So uh, how they adjust to that will be interesting. But, um, you know, Crusaders and Christchurch, are pretty hard to beat.
1: Yeah, the hands heal up
2: pretty quickly, don't they, broken hands? I think only about three, four or, three or Four th- to six weeks. D- depending on whether you need surgery. Some some yeah. you don't need surgery. Sometimes you need a little bit of work there. So
0: There was some talk about... Borrowing, wasaki sucking the holos, um The leaves. The doctor and the, the banana leaves. leaves. Why not? Over in Fiji. Proven Ooh. track record, the leaves. Yeah, he'll be back next week if you have those going. <laughs> <laughs> he'll be back ready to go. I'll uh uh Yeah, just on that, the former Nick Grisby, Nick, Frisby, Nick Grisby, could be a frisbee, uh, Nick <laughs> Frisbee. We used watching to Brisbane. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> watching him go around <laughs> against the cheaters the other night, I reckon, and we can t- we're t- we can talk about this because it is uh, the year of the Olympics. He would be the most exceptional sevens player. Mm. The way he darts in and around the um, contact zone, the way he reads support lines, mm. he can uh, mix his passing short to long. He can kick really well. Mm. He can pass out of the front and back of his hand. Oh, I just would love to have seen paper the sevens. Yeah, yeah. Not about the shout. challenge.
2: There is who you, yeah, great shout. Oh just mate. What about uh, what about playing for the Wallabies? It's, oh, I know he's going to be. In the, that's not about. He's going to be in the. Wallabies he'd have to be there, mix. wouldn't he? I know. He's, he's got to be in the, the mix, mix somewhere. And leave Chucky Stenner in the sevens, mate. He needs the man. I'm Stop not
0: looking to. I'm trying to knife him, thing. mate. He's <laughs> your friend with. It's when you're in Hong
2: Kong and Singapore, you're doing one-on-one interviews with him. Then you're back here and you're trying to. Uh, he's a, he's a great him.
0: dude. No, I'm, I'm just saying, it would have been nice going back a year to have seen him given a chance if he wanted it. he would probably play for Australia anyway. Hey, speak, speaking Tennis of Asia,
2: uh, Force and. What do you call them? Moondogs. Moondogs. Are they in Japan? Ed, are they in
0: Singapore? They're in Rapongi, oh, I you think. They went here last week. Yeah, the, uh, are they in Rapongi? Moondogs. Rapongi? Game prince, in Rapongi. Chi, prince Chichibu Stadium. And remarkably. The Moondogs have come up as outsiders for this one. They're $2.50. The Western Force are favoured at $1.45 the last I checked. I don't understand why that's the case. What's going on there? Yeah, a bit of a coin flip, I would have thought. There's
1: some uh, decent money on the Moondogs there, isn't there? Now, the
2: Moondogs had their first win whilst I was away, wasn't I? And I I could nearly hear your cheers. Oh, how happy with you? I was on How the, I happy was on the tweeters straight away. How happy were you?
0: It was bloody amazing. Mm. It truly was. The crowd mm. went berserk.
2: What are we thinking? They get, them, are they getting their second win? Are they getting their second win? Why not? Why not? Let's
1: uh, chuck a cheeky fiver on I'll them. I'll
0: tell you what. They're going to they're gonna push them all the way. Mm. Because if there's one thing that Moondogs excel at, it's discipline. <laughs> with, oh, very disciplined. The they've, had one, they've had a couple of slip-ups, we know. But Moondogs are mad for discipline. You know who ain't mad for discipline with ball in hand? The Western Force, who turned over the ball nine times in possession against the Bulls last week. Nine penalties against them for either not releasing or going off their feet at the breakdown. That mm. is what you call rugby suicide. That's
2: killer, isn't it? Yeah. It's, uh, it's hard enough when you turn the ball over through errors. Nine times. Yeah. When you're only getting sort of, what, 15, 20 possessions off offset piece of game, you're turning nine of those over. Are they do to what are
1: they going to do with that Matt Hodgson over there? I mean, he's just such an admirable leader, isn't he? And he just keeps fronting up. You think, he, you think yeah. he'll drop his... What happened to him? Well, he's, he's about 36. Oh, no, you talking I'm, about I'm, about saying, I'm saying beyond... beyond term. Sorry, oh, beyond sorry, I thought you meant in, uh, uh, in Japan, No, but like it's a bit of a worry, isn't it? If they well, presumably I saw the he'll other day, I saw
2: a thing. He's leading sort of tackle camp by a truckload in the competition. Yeah. And he's uh, a toiler, isn't he? He works hard, holds that team together, and... Yeah, I think uh, they they obviously need to get a few wins at the back end of this year to really uh really get the get the mood up over there in Perth. They're obviously struggling a little bit.
0: I'll tip them by one, but I would not be confident in the force like or the Western dogs. Force against force. the uh, Moon Dogs. So I don't. Yeah, I think they're gonna. G- I think they'll throw. Spe- hey, a bit of a
2: sidetrack. Speaking of odds, it, was anyone on Leicester five thousand or one? No, I don't think I'd be uh, here. If was on a I, heard a tradie, I heard yeah, here a tradie. I heard a tradie on the. No, I heard it on the radio. A tradie on the Central Coast put twenty on them. Mid season at 3,000 or one.
0: Good on you. 60 grand. 60 gorillas yep. in the skyrocket. You know what I found uh, more entertaining was some of the clowns who cashed out, like people who'd Ooh. put a dollar on or a pound on mm. and cashed out 300. Or If, you got a, if, you, if you're a live runner, you've yeah. got a pound. Just roll, just run Where's with it. Where's the
2: assessment there? I don't want to uh, lose this pound. I don't want to lose this even pound. Even
0: got their pound back, put the pound on, got it back at the start of the year, you know, yeah. like, you know, come on. What a
2: story. Greatest sporting story ever, they reckon. Well, I'd, I'd, n- there. I'd nearly agree. It's a Disney movie. They're, they're, still, they're uh, making a movie, aren't
0: they? They are. I'm told that the girl, uh, Tom. Amelia Clark, uh, Daenerys Targaryen from Game of Thrones, from Game of Thrones is the greatest show of all time, and she's going to play the love interest of, what's the... Yadi. Is it Yardy? Vardy. Vardy. Vardy.
2: What a story he's had. He, he's kind of troubled background. I think they started fifth. Div- he, yeah. he was in fifth division. He's come all the way to be the v, uh, MVP in Premier League within the space of about six or seven years. Yeah. Incredible.
1: It They're paying $41 to win next season. What do you reckon? We're no, getting on there? No,
0: it's pretty good value. <laughs> 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 no, <laughs> no, no, you can pretty no, right. you can use your money. No, it's, no. A, it's a great story, and many people suggest it was the same as Japan beating South Africa in the World Cup. Mm. Probably bigger, probably bigger. It's bigger. Well, one off. That a was a one, one off, off. They say, you know, f- yeah,
2: fifty-fifty or whatever. Two horse race. This is yeah. thirty-eight games, and they've maintained it. You know, people people are saying all the way through, it. can they do it? Can they do it? And They've done it. It's that pretty, becomes pretty a Disney
0: movie. Obviously, actors need to play players. 2014, Waratahs win Super Rugby championship. <laughs> they make a movie about that. Who do you want to play you in oh, that telly well, movie?
2: Just a busted. I reckon I got a jaw like sliced alone, like, and he's pretty busted. He, I was on crutches in that final, so it's just alone. an old toiler. You reckon an old, you, you get? Although he's a, big, he's a big dog, but that's pretty... Well, who would have played? I don't reckon Sly can nah. get your
0: accent down. <laughs> <laughs> do you know what I mean? Yeah, he might struggle a little bit.
2: Oh, I wouldn't take a. I wouldn't take a Rusty, Maybe an Eric Benner. <laughs> hey, that'd work. That'd be all right. Yeah. Eric, Eric Banner. Banner. Can get there for you. Can Bit of castle. Bit of the castle. So uh, of the castle. It's the, yeah, it's the vibe. Banner would be able to clean out <laughs> a wouldn't six? he? Eric Banner. That'd be all right. He's, a, he's an AFL man. St Kilda man, I think, from memory. But uh, oh, there'd be a couple of good characters in there, he wouldn't there? there Isn't Wouldn't there? Eric Banner. So what about thinking about filling a role for Will Skelton? Who's playing Will Skelton in
0: that final? <laughs> Maybe Terry Crews. Do you know who he is? No. Chris. He's, a, he's, an, he's an American actor. He'd have to work on his stuff. Who's skirt. the big fella out of Green size. Mile? Oh, oh he, I think <laughs> Michael away. Jordan. He did pass Michael away. He, he'd he'd to film Michael now. But he did, unfortunately. Mm. Uh, he can't play skills. I
2: saw one the other day, an article you wrote hoops? around. Well, who would uh, play hoops?
0: Because you both lifted the trophy together. Um, I don't know. And then who, of Bernard course. Foley?
2: Oh, someone with a red beard. I don't know. We'll, we'll
0: figure Yeah.
2: <laughs> hey, I saw your article the other day. It was the Game one? of Thrones, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, Game of Thrones. Similar concept. Similar concept. Who would you send into war? Who did you. Or whatever yeah, who'd you fight
0: for your life? Fight
2: for your life. And what who, weapon who would you, would you, who you give did you them?
0: choose? I went Hojo, Matt. Hojo with a. With a, like a more of a close combat type mm, of a knife set. No, hammer, I think I gave him um, Warhammers, a couple of war hammers, Warhammers. Warhammers. Because he's in there tight, he's tapping away. Did you have some. I enjoyed that article. That? No. Oh,
2: yeah. Who uh, would you
0: take? I, I have.
2: I've, I don't want to offend you, but I haven't watched any Game of Thrones. Ooh.
1: okay. I'm thinking.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I'm hey, is it, thinking although uh, I did say it's a new season just started last week. The concept of it's The boys not have been telling me though. to get into it. I'm four, how many four and a half seasons behind am I? Do you so know how much time that is?
0: I know it is. How okay. do I do it? Where okay, do I start? So your flight to Tokyo you got coming up is nine hours. That's nine episodes, season Nearly one. And you start season. ripping them back bit by oh. bit by bit by bit. Flight to exit, twenty-four <laughs> hours. You're going to be there before. What you about might. two
2: years in exit with it raining outside for two years? You might be I'll Probably knock over a bit. A I'll get there. I'll it's get there.
1: Elliot Dixon or Adrian Strauss for me. Yeah. I reckon they, uh, they oh, could Adrian go right on the yeah. Game of
0: Thrones. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Adrian Strauss. Yeah, yeah, he looks like a yeah. bit of a bit of an orc. Nah.
1: Orc, strange looking dude.
0: Yeah. Uh, anyway, anyway. <laughs> that was last week. I'll get out another article this week. Um, I love the idea of who would play <laughs> who in a telly movie, though. That's kind of cool. Our other game involving an Aussie side this weekend involves the... <laughs> I think Rebels have a the bye. We're, no we're, bye. Uh, we're out,
2: a out of games. But they are against. down at Barn Bugle playing golf, a few of them, which I'm quite envious of. Mikey G- Harris and Is James right? Hansen. Mikey and Harris
0: set to come back soon. Actually caught up with James Hansen on Monday and Luke Jones and Tom English. Look, set to return from injury as well. So some players come back for the mm. Rebels. Uh, the buyers come at a good time for them as they look to stay ahead of you guys in the Aussie Conference run.
1: Are you off to Europe for the sevens?
0: Paris. Yeah. Paris awaits. I've never been to Paris before. How but I depart Paris. On, I, Paris. I depart on Saturday for Paris. The oh, second to last. The penultimate. Never understood that word. The penultimate mm. round of the HSBC word. World Rugby 7 Series.
1: Any scoops on who's going? Is Quaid going to get a look in for this? No,
0: I'm not sure. I've not
2: seen a team. that would have to have a, cu- a couple coming back from injury too, wouldn't they? Sevens boys, yeah. I know they've had Jesse a lot of. Jesse he's
0: back in the mix. Uh, yeah. They've lost a couple as well, but uh, it's going to be. I'll be looking to finish with a bang. I know that the women's team uh, um, will be looking to finish strongly in their last game in Clermont coming up as well. So, so start th- This is the last
2: point. major sort of hit out in Paris and London before Correct. the Olympics. Isn't they're Don't not doing it. anything in between. Nothing in between. they are I, the I think the I'll ladies is a bit later. I think the ladies are hosting Japan in Australia. Okay. okay. In Narabeen and okay. sort of a bit of a.
0: well, you know. But this is the last big time. But it's a fair right.
2: gap, isn't it? Because when, when would that be? Mid-August, would it? They, they'll, they'll be playing. First week of August? Yeah. Rio.
0: Are you heading over? No, I won't be there. Oh, I won't be there. That's disappointing. disappointing. I'm th- oh, the, the more it draws near, the more I wish I was going. That'd be... Is that Channel Seven? You'd have to get. Uh, no, it's more of a, an Olympic broadcast service. Uh. They they look after that side so of things. So the commentary will be terrific. Whoever does it from over there. So don't sit um. on the fence. You do a better job, Sean. No, you want to be there. I'd love you to. You want to be in Rio with I'd your shirt off, in calling in a game of women's <laughs> in, in some javianas. Hmm. Ooh, just cutting around in some javianas. So yeah, so off. Um, so I'm happy to do it remote next week from from Paris, as long as our time zones line up. When do you go to Tokyo?
2: Uh, we are. After the June series, so we're a while off. Okay. After the June test series, so we're... I'll be here. I'll be here. Whilst
0: we are away, one of the Waratahs' uh, long-time supporters, a guy named um, Eddie, sent us into two Tamagotchis. Hello, Eddie. He's a good man. He's a great man. He's, uh, he sent us in some <coughs> Tamagotchis. They're upstairs on my desk. One is deceased. I'm reluctant to turn the other Tamagotchis. one Tamagotchis? On. Yeah, remember are we touched I on I remember on it? Them. We, we spoke about is, it. Is
2: Eddie's Eddie still got some, has he? Yeah, they're brand new too. <laughs> He comments on our he comments on our podcast regularly, doesn't he? He does. What particularly was around your eating habits. What One was the
1: final life uh, <laughs> term of that tamagotchi? Was it half a day or even half that? a day? Ouch!
0: You got to feed him and stuff. Tamagotchi, I can't even have have feed. It? I can't. Oh. Oh, I can do that. I can't even manage myself most of the time. So yeah. looking after a computerized egg and animal, <laughs> it's a bit of a struggle. It's dead. One's dead and I'm too scared to turn the other one because I'm Eddie. dead within the day. Sorry, Eddie. Uh, you are playing... We didn't even talk about your game against the Cheaters. cheaters. That's what I was talking about. You clown-worthy...
1: We, that's all there is. We, we, have, have, two we'll minutes. we, we have covered quick. off the Cheaters. before. Let's, let's Let's go again.
0: Two minutes to talk about you What's the, the game plan against the Cheaters? How do you well, defeat stop, a Cheater? They're very fast animals? They are fast.
2: Stop their, stop their set piece there, line it. I think... They maul the ball 30% more than any other team, which is the Bulls as a second team. Is that right? Yeah, that's the stats we uh, we had a look at during the week. So they're, they base a lot of their game around that more driving more. So we need to negate that to start with. And then also defend the width of the field. Similar to the Stormers, they like to spread the ball. They like to offload. Um, they've shown that they can score plenty of points, obviously putting 90-odd on the Sunwolves. So although they haven't had too many wins, they're, they're a dangerous team for us. And... Not forgetting the fact the last two times they've beaten us in Sydney, uh, played us in Sydney, they've beaten us. So, uh, you know? yes, you don't have to remind me. I was there when we got booed <laughs> off the field. The you were probably one of the <laughs> ones booing us, <laughs> were you? Were you booing? I, I heard you in heard in <laughs> you're booing from Manly no, in I've front actually, of your TV. I've got a great story about we that. Boo- can can I, it was can one I, of the Touch on. That? Hey, you talk about a hundred games. Your highlights. Yeah, two thousand fourteen. <laughs> you know that was probably my lowest moment. No, it wasn't twenty fourteen. You got booed. No, it was twenty eleven. Twenty fourteen. Right. Okay. Twenty fourteen. Highlight. Low point, twenty eleven. Twenty eleven getting booed off, of off at, at half
0: time. So I was producing that game and people um, were throwing their Chardonnay in disgust. This in was sense. yeah, this was a year away from beginning commentary. <laughs> Clarkey was calling the game and Clarkey is the nicest guy you could ever imagine. Mm, and he's man. the complete professional. He's so well prepped. The cheaters bring in a team that were just a rabble. They, essentially, they were a rabble. And their bench, they change all the jersey numbers around. And I'd been given the wrong team list. So when all these changes start <laughs> happening in the second half, there are guys going on and and it's just calamitous. And Clarkie loses it at me, goes, Sean, this is unacceptable. I was like, whoa. <laughs> Clarkie's... Clarkey has snapped. I've got booing in one ear. Hey, I've got Clarkey oh. going berserk in the other. It was a horrible Moral night. Moral
2: of the story: Everyone has their own fights, you know, our own little battles. We oh. were we were battling our own crowd. You were battling oh. your boss, essentially.
0: <laughs> he was my boss, essentially. He was so pissed off. I'm glad I was. That is,
2: it's in the past. Glad, glad I wasn't
1: there that night. That sounds low points all around. Yeah, it was, but a uh, no,
2: on a serious night. note, if we can uh, get the result we want on, on Saturday, which we're chasing, we have we have a couple of home games. Uh, the Bulls the following week will put us in good stead. So.
1: Looking forward to tangling with Lude De jaga the world class uh lock. Yeah, Lude. big fella,
2: isn't he? So I'm giving away a couple of kilos there. But uh and reach. Oh, yeah. And we'll uh a yeah, few other alone. things. But uh <laughs> no, nah, I'm looking forward to and that. Reach. You always wanna you always wanna play against the best and uh yeah, he was phenomenal for the, the box over in uh, uh the World Cup.
0: Ladies' night as well on Saturday. So, if ladies' night based get out in there. Sydney, the weather is beautiful at the moment. Mothers, mums, daughters, sisters, sisters, all those lovely women mis- in our life that support mistresses. us.
2: Well, I'm sure there's some young uh, single men out there who have that. But anyone who loves the game of rugby and uh, wants to come along, there'll be a ladies' function on pre game and during the game. So,
0: a few champagnes and hopefully a good win. Very quickly, what would you suggest uh, for the ladies who potential not potential who are going to come along how would you spend the afternoon into the night getting to your game
2: oh well my, i imagine majority Diarise of women economy. would spend a lot of time getting ready yeah but then Very, after that oh well, i don't know <laughs> what do you what are you two? i'm thinking cocktails <laughs> i would say woolamaloo or somewhere down there maybe opera bar a few shucked oysters and some
0: champagne there we go <laughs> that's all right little uber up to the ground little <laughs> uber up to the ground into the function into the rugby and have the guys get you your in- drinks the whole night. Into it later on. Into oh, a few it, drinks. Like, into the drinks <laughs> afterwards. I like the idea of that. Yeah, that sounds what a cracking great. night. Cracking night. We've had a cracking time bringing you <laughs> our latest hit of the Fox Sports Rugby Podcast. Plenty of Aussie sides in action this weekend on behalf of Sam Worthington and as we said, our newest Super Rugby century in Dave Dennis. It yep. is Sean Maloney saying, "See you next time."